The real story of Hello Kitty is a scary urban legend about the origin of the popular Japanese cartoon character. They say that Hello Kitty is demonic and was originally a product of devil worship and a satanic pact. According to the legend, Hello Kitty was created back in the 1970s by a Chinese woman. Apparently, her 14-year-old daughter was diagnosed with cancer of the mouth. The doctors told the mother that her child was terminally ill and there was nothing they could do for her. The mother refused to give up hope and visited every church in the city to pray for her daughter. When that didn't work, she came to the end of her rope. The desperate mother became involved with satanic rituals and devil worship. They say that, in order to save her daughter's life, she made a pact with the devil himself. For curing her daughter's cancer, the devil demanded only one thing in return. She would have to create a cartoon character that would appeal to children all over the world. The devil wanted to use the popularity of this cartoon character to trick people into worshipping Satan. When her daughter recovered from her cancer, the mother kept her promise to the devil. She created Hello Kitty. As the story goes, Hello Kitty was designed with no mouth because the daughter had cancer of the mouth. Hello Kitty's pointed ears represent the devil's horns. The word kitty means demon in Chinese, so Hello Kitty really means Hello Demon. They say that anyone who buys Hello Kitty merchandise is welcoming the devil into their hearts. Satanists all over the world use Hello Kitty as a secret symbol and many of them actually tattoo the image on their skin. Devil worshippers refer to Hello Kitty as the daughter of the devil. Of course, this is all just an urban myth. Hello Kitty was actually created by a Japanese company named Sanrio that specializes in designing and branding cartoon characters. Hello Kitty was originally designed to be a decoration on a purse. Also, Kitty does not mean demon in Chinese. The designers created Hello Kitty without a mouth because they wanted to make her emotions ambiguous. The blank expression means that you can project your own emotions onto the cartoon. If you are sad, then Hello Kitty looks sad. If you are happy, then Hello Kitty looks happy. Hello Kitty will seem to feel whatever emotion you are feeling. So, the truth is that Hello Kitty is not associated with satanic rituals or devil worship at all. However, in 1999, a brutal murder took place in Hong Kong. It later became known as the Hello Kitty murder. Three men kidnapped a young woman and kept her captive in their apartment for a month. They tortured her and then murdered her. It was known as the Hello Kitty murder because the killers cut off the victim's head and hid it inside a Hello Kitty doll. Now, that, that is a true story. Look at me. One evening, when I was in my junior year of high school, my mom and dad went out, leaving me home alone. I had a lot of homework to do, 
so I spent the whole evening sitting at the desk in my bedroom. My parents left the house around 6 p.m. While I was doing my homework, I put on my headphones and listened to loud music. There was a big storm that night and my desk was facing the window, so I could see the rain and the lightning outside. My parents got back around 11 p.m. When I saw their car drive up, I took off the headphones. As soon as my mom opened the front door and came inside, I heard her shout my name. What on earth happened in here? She demanded in an angry voice. Confused, I ran down the stairs. My mom was standing in the hallway with a furious look in her face. She pointed at the floor and yelled, Was this you? I looked down and saw that the carpet was covered in muddy footprints. I have no idea how those got there, I said. I spent the whole night at my desk doing my homework. I watched as the look on her face changed from anger to confusion and then to fear. We both realized it at the same time. Someone else must have been in the house. We followed the trail of footprints, trying to make sense of the whole situation. They started at the back door, which we usually left unlocked. Then we noticed something else. The footprints started at the back door, but there was no trail of footprints leaving through the back door. All of a sudden, we hear a loud, pounding noise that echo throughout the house, then the sound of the front door being wrenched open and slammed shut again. We all ran into the garage and locked the door behind us. My mom took out her cell phone and called the police. Please come quickly, she shouted. Someone's in our house! After what seemed like hours, a patrol car arrived with two police officers, a male and a female. One officer stayed with us in the garage while his partner went through the house, searching it room by room. When she came back, the female officer told us that there was no one in the house and it was safe to go back in. As we were all breathing a sigh of relief, she asked, Whose bedroom is upstairs on the left? My parents looked at me. It's mine, I told the officer. She asked us to follow her. As we walked through the house, we could see the trail of muddy footprints leading from the back door, through the living room, through the hallway, up the stairs, into my parents' bedroom, and then towards my room. They stopped at my doorway. The female officer pointed at my door, which had been opened the whole night. Scrawled on it in black marker was the following. 8.47 I see you. 8.53 You forgot to lock the back door. 8.59 You seem focused. 9.24 Turn around. 9.47 Look at me. 10.15 Look at me. 10.37 Look at me. 10.49 Look at me. For more than two hours, someone had been standing in my doorway, watching me. To this day, I still shudder to think what would have happened if I had turned around.
There was once a woman who lived by herself in a quaint house in the country. Her husband had passed away about five years back, and she was planning on moving soon. One day, while packing up some of her husband's things, she noticed that the temperature dropped really low. She walked down the hall to check the thermostat, but when she got there, it showed no difference in temperature. She thought about it, but figured that it must be broken. She decided that she would call someone the next day to fix it. When she passed the mirror on the wall on her way back, she thought she saw a movement of shadows in the reflection. Then the temperature suddenly returned to normal, and when she looked back at the mirror, nothing was there. She shrugged and went back to packing. A couple of days later, the temperature dropped again. Again, the woman went to the thermostat and again, it showed no change. She remembered that she had forgotten to call someone to repair it. She promised herself that she would call after her show on TV that she had been watching. When she passed the mirror, she again saw the movement of shadows. She stopped. In the reflection, she saw a shadow. Nothing but a shadow. Slightly translucent, but visible. The shape was indescribable. It changed shape, like water flowing, about the size of a tall person. It stepped out from the wall behind the woman, but when she turned around to face it, there was nothing there. Now she was scared. She began to tremble. Slowly, she turned back to the mirror. The figure was still there, and closer. She screamed out, HELP! But no one came. Closer and closer, it came. A few weeks later, a friend of the woman stopped by to say hello. She knocked and knocked, but there was no answer. The next day, a police officer came out to investigate, but he found nothing but a few boxes and the TV on. It was put down as an unsolved case. The house was soon cleaned out and put out on the market for sale. For many years, the house was empty, what with all of the stories going around about it. But one day, a small family consisting of a mother, father, and daughter moved from the city into the house. All was well until one day the temperature dropped in the house. The daughter went to her parents and asked them what happened. They said they didn't know, and they went to the thermostat to see. It showed no change in temperature. They decided to call someone. The daughter went back to playing with her dolls in her room. Had she looked up into her mirror, she would have seen a shadow peeking from behind the reflection on her bed. But just then, her parents came in to tell her that someone was coming the next day to fix the thermostat and that she'll have to deal with it for a while. But when they finished saying this, the temperature went back to normal. The parents said, never mind. A few weeks later, the temperature dropped again. The girl was brushing her hair at the time in front of her mirror. She saw the shadow behind the reflection as it started to creep towards her. She screamed. Her parents came in asking what happened. She told them, but they didn't believe her. She tried to make them believe her, but it was of no use. They took her to a psychologist to get her help. When she came home, she believed it was all a figment of her imagination. She probably would have kept believing that, except about a year later, the temperature dropped once again. The girl was by herself because her parents had gone to the theater and left her alone since she was 13 years old. She was experimenting with makeup at the time, in front of her mother's mirror. She stared in terror as the thing crept out from behind the bed. 
She trembled, but didn't call out. She knew no one would come. And now, as it had done before, the thing came closer and closer. Closer and closer. When the girl's parents came home, they found the house empty. Their daughter was nowhere to be found. The police report said another unsolved case. The house still stands to this day, and it's still on the market if you want to buy it. It's a bargain.